Hello and welcome to the Dom Harvey Podcast, brought to you by Radix Nutrition and Generate KiwiSaver. Coming up, Healthy Kelsey. So I ended up writing an ebook throughout that first lockdown. And then I showed it to dad and he was like, this is so cool. Like you should send this to publishers. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't think that's how it works, dad. <laughs> but then it is because that's how it ended up happening. Yeah. Like your dad's a smart yeah, I was like, okay. Kelsey Bucock is an absolute force. When the first lockdown happened in 2020, she got to work in the kitchen, wrote an ebook of recipes, and shared her creations on social media. This fun way to beat the boredom was the start of a brand new life, a new identity, and what is now a powerhouse brand. Healthy Kelsey was born. This episode is a peek into Kelsey and what makes her tick, and I hope you'll be inspired by her incredible hustle as she shares her journey from a swimmer to a food blogger and now a well-known influencer who is genuinely living her best life. Just before we crack into it, big thanks to the legends sponsoring this episode, Radix and Generate. Radix Nutrition have just made an incredible leap forward with the release of their V9 meal range. These freeze-dried, just-add-water meals stack up nutritionally and they taste incredible. You won't believe the vast range of flavours either. Grab a few for your drawer or locker at work, chuck them in the glove box, or take them camping or hiking this summer. Check them out, radixnutrition.co.nz. That's R-A-D-I-X. This episode is also brought to you by Generate. The team at Generate KiwiSaver Scheme, who are big supporters of this podcast, and it's awesome to have them on board as a partner. Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of chart-topping long-term performance. I just recently uh, moved my KiwiSaver account to Generate after meeting with one of their friendly advisors. The meeting was really helpful, super easy. I learned things about KiwiSaver that I'd never really considered before. And the harsh truth is this. If I'd done this sooner, my KiwiSaver savings would probably be worth more than what they are now. Still, better late than never. If you want to make sure you're making the most of your KiwiSaver account, talk to an advisor now. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash get advice. A copy of their product disclosure statement can be found there too. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Okay, let's get into it. Healthy Kelsey on the Dom Harvey podcast. Hello, it's nice to, it's my first podcast. Oh yeah, you said that to me when we were messaging yesterday. I found that, I found that difficult to believe. Like, have you been asked to go on any No, I've online? never been asked to go on a podcast. Oh wow. How but I listen to lots of podcasts. I'm a real podcast listener. Do you? What are yeah. you into? What's your, uh, is it like cooking sort of ones or true crime? Literally, no, not true crime. I'm a bit scared of true crime. Literally <laughs> anything. Like I like just dumb pop culture ones and then I like, you know, health and wellness. And I literally, when I was in London, I listen to like, like three a day because fen- you're traveling so much. Right? Yeah, it's a phenomenal platform. Like it allows you to have conversations with people that uh, no other sort of media space allows. And I love yeah. that about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is cool, eh? That's yeah, cool. and like usually I don't think I can pay attention, you know, like listening to something for two hours, but I actually like go for a walk and I'm like, this is actually really entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Hey, first things first, I, I, I need to ask, um, what age were you when the the Metro Station song Kelsey came out? Oh my, yeah. Did it fuck up your childhood? Big, no, I reckon. <laughs> 
reckon it was cool at every party. It's still my party trick. I'm like, put on Metro Station. Um, I reckon, was I like 11, 12? Yeah, yeah, I think so. My my parents loved that song as well. It's a great Actually, song. We're debating songs for our wedding at the moment, and I'm like, should we do that one? <laughs> Walk down the aisle to Metro Station, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Yeah, so your fiance's called Andrew. Is, yeah. is there an Andrew, the Andrew song? song? Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know. Nothing is catchy. Yeah. Um, and the, the funny thing is about that Metro Station song is you're you're um uh, you're a swimmer. Yeah. So that was quite you, fitting you, you as a kid. Sw- you could swim the ocean for yourself. I know. That was what was quite funny. I remember that coming out in Intermediate and people being like, oh, this is like a song for you because you swim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a great song. And um, uh, another another question going back to your school years. Um, so your surname is? Bucock. Bucock. Yeah. Character building name at school? <laughs> Weirdly. So oh. I get asked this all the time. And this is another thing I'm debating, like planning a wedding. I always was like, can't wait to get rid of that name. And now I'm like, I love Bucock. I'm like, I can't not be a Bucock. <laughs> it's a real debate I'm having. But surprisingly, no. Like, really, I think it, it, no like, kid, no kid gets um out of school unscathed. Like I had, I had a condom, a Dom oh, and yeah. Dick, yeah. Um, Harvey Farms chicken, which yeah. is a bit of a lame one. Harvey Norman, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, yeah. just anything named. Classic. You didn't, you didn't get um, yeah. Pucock. I don't know. I spilt in like year three. I spilt blue dye on the floor, and I got blue cock for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants blue. Cock. Yeah. What's up? Um, what's, what's Andrew's name? His last name, yeah. Trimbath. Trimbath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we talk yeah. about so we talk about combining them. We can do boo bath, bath cock, <laughs> or trim cock. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't think any of those are takers. <laughs> yeah, that's um. You, you, we'll get to we'll get to Andrew later on. I just want to go through your, yeah. your entire the entire healthy Kelsey story, like yeah. how healthy Kelsey was born, how this came about. Because I think um, uh, what you've done with your your hustle, I think um, it's inspiring to a lot. A lot of people would want to do what you've done. Um, so I want to know how much of it was luck and how much of it was just hard grind and hustle. But and we'll get to Andrew and how you guys met. Oh, yeah. And what, but yeah, first of all, let's talk about the swimming and stuff. So you were you were a swimmer swimmer growing up, really good too, like one of New Zealand's best backstrokers. Yeah, yeah. When did, did you research? When did you, when did you start? <laughs> oh, oh, I lived in Fiji as a kid. So when I was eight, nine, um, we all moved to Fiji as a family and kind of the only sport there. I was always, mum said I was always quite good at swimming anyway, even from really young age. But that was pretty much the only sport people did. Like it was a real social thing. Like on a Friday night, you'd go swim and the parents would drink and like you'd hang out. So Fiji was where it kind of all started. And I kind of started getting quite good. I was maybe swimming like three times a week right. Right? when I was like nine. So where whereabouts in Fiji? Like like formal swimming, like swimming in pools or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like there was like one Nandy. Oh, the there was a swim twenty five meter um, swimming pool that you'd go train at. Yeah, and I just wanted clarification because I'd imagine not just I imagine, like out in the general, the Sofitel general. That's what she do. Just doing some extra. <laughs> Why did your family move to Fiji? That's um, a random. Dad, I know. So my dad did roading. So a lot of they did a lot of roading stuff in Fiji, and then I think maybe actually though I think my parents just wanted to live somewhere else. There was talk of Canada for a while, and they're like, I think we just want to have a bit of, a couple years of a bit of an adventure and do something different. Who who else in the family of the siblings? Um, I have an older brother and a younger brother. Right, so everyone moved over. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were five, eight, and ten. We yeah, didn't, didn't yeah. leave the little one. <laughs> what was um? What are you, yeah? What are your recollections of that time in Fiji? I actually remember it really well because I think. Because it was a real different 
yeah, you know, like a lot of when you're a kid, that kind of all mushes into one. But I think Fiji stands out because it was so different. But I loved it. We went to an international school. That's where I started swimming. So it was quite a big, you know, point in my life. I still have one of my close friends from when I was 10 in Fiji. I caught up with in Europe last week and we spent two weeks together traveling around. So like definitely still in touch with you know, all the people and things like that, which is really cool. Wasn't um, unsettling, like leaving leaving a school and going to a new school? Yeah, I was pretty chill. I yeah. think I was a pretty chill kid. I probably would have been happy to do anything. Like, especially me and my little brother were very, yeah, yeah, sure. it's it's funny when you're a kid eh? because something like that it's a a massive massive upheaval I I feel like kids are quite resilient yeah yeah. okay sounds fun (laughs) let's go I imagine my parents would have been quite a stressful like time being like we're going to move here and we're just like "All right, sounds good (laughs) yeah so then you you move back to New Zealand yeah yeah, and you finish your school here yeah so I think it was when my older brother started intermediate because obviously schooling here is better so they wanted him to start um intermediate in new zealand um and then yeah did you learn much fijian while you were over there we did i'm saying now it's terrible but we did we did i think lessons a couple times a week at school right. yeah so you know more than Bola learned, and Vinaka. <laughs> and my dad my dad taught me how to order a beer for him so i knew how to order a beer <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it? Fiji baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fiji better. So you're at school and then um, then you went to summer camp. That was straight after school? No. So that was um, once I quit swimming. So I swam all the way up to, uh, and then I went to uni as well. Um, so I did swimming pretty much through all of that. And then it was towards the end of uni that I really decided I didn't want to swim anymore. It was actually quite a so you were like 20, 21? Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's one of the, like mentally, one of the toughest sports to train for. So hard. But backstroke, at least you're looking at the ceiling <laughs> you're like of the sky. You're like changing it up. Like, <laughs> rather than the black. Yeah, yeah, why, why did you gravitate towards backstroke? I don't know. I was just always good at it. I think yeah. I just, I, honestly, I think a massive, I liked swimming, but a massive part as to why I liked swimming was because I, I just liked winning. <laughs> so I was just, just Yeah, so I was like, I'll just... And then backstroke. Uh, yeah, I was always good at backstroke, even from when I was young. So I think it just stuck. What sort of trainings involved? Double sessions? Yeah. So I think I was um, from the age of probably like 14, I was doing maybe tw- 10 swim sessions a week and then a couple gyms. Yeah, which is a little <laughs> But I loved it for a really long time, which yeah. is cool. But it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot, though, right? Cause, and you've you got to start at a young age, really, don't yeah. you? So yeah. The, so there's, you've got these kids doing these um, like double double sessions, and hard for the parents That's as well. That's what I think of my drop... parents. I'm like, my God, you guys are great. <laughs> like, so what, what time were they dropping you to the pool in the morning? I think we'd start at 5.30, and we lived out in the country back then, so Dad would do mornings, Mum would do afternoons, and my little brother also swam. Um, which made it a little bit easier. But, yeah, he'd, we'd be getting up at quarter to five from really young age. Yeah. My dad liked it, though. He got to drop me off. He'd go to the gym, hang out with me before I went to school. Like, he said he actually quite enjoyed the time in the morning. So. Yeah, it's good for, like, installing discipline in yes, people. Yes, and... that's what I think now. I like to think of the positives. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you, yeah, there's a lot of sort of transferables that you get out of yeah. it. But it, it's a lot. And you think about how many how many people around the country are doing that every morning, like, yeah. like young kids, and how many of them are going to end up being the next, you know. Not many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. So do most people just end up sort of dropping off the swimming? Yeah, so I was probably one of the last of my friends to stop 
most people probably around like 15, 16, mm. 17. Just life gets in the way. Yeah, like you you realise that there's probably a bit more going on out in the world. Yeah, is, is it a combination of you realise there's more going on in the world and also you're not going to make it to the yes, Olympics? Yes, yes. I think that's what I, when I was quitting, I went through a, I actually went through probably six months of like, real. I it randomly switched. It was like, I suddenly don't like this anymore. And I, I'd always liked it. And I was always the swimming girl at school like she was going to go to the olympics and Mm. so when i decided i didn't like it anymore i just thought oh but i have to keep doing it because i'm good at it and this is what i do and and i remember my parents being like oh you're so miserable like just stop doing it and i was like but i'm good at it like i would try in my (laughs) goggles like most days (laughs) like just be swimming crying and like being like how what do you, am I doing? How, how, how do you how do you cry when you're doing backstage? I know the tears uh, are just puddling in your yeah, eyes. Yeah, just filling oh. up the goggles. So that was yeah, that was like a weird time, and it was so funny because when I actually decided, nah, I'm actually going to stop, I didn't feel sad at all. I was like relief, like, like a weight off your shoulders. Yeah, like I was like, I feel great about mm. this idea, <laughs> which but is I'm interesting. Yeah, you know, so, so you were you were like a reasonably young age to come to that realisation that you didn't want to swim anymore. But there's, there's got to be a lot of people like of all sorts of ages that have that same sort of thing where you, you do something and you're sort of defined by it. Yeah, 100%. So, so, so giving it up, you feel like you're giving up part yeah. of yourself. Yeah, like, and I think it's a, a crazy thing, especially because it's people that are usually so young. It's like, and I could only imagine what it will be like, like would be like if you are the best in the world or if you're, you know, an Olympic gold medalist. Like stopping then mm. must be so hard because you're probably – I like you're obviously going to have amazing highs in your life, and but at the time, I think you think like it's not going to feel better than this. I've had I've had heaps of amazing people on the podcast, but yeah, around, around about this time last year, I had Kendra Coxie John, who's one of the Black fans. Oh yeah, yeah. So she had just recently won um, the the women's rugby world cup, yeah, and that was the the last game of her career, right? So she was sitting here, and I mean, a year's passed since then, and I, I see her on Instagram all the time, and she's still tied up in the rugby community. But she was like, I could tell that she was so fearful of that. It is. It must be it's your whole identity and you've yeah. done the best thing you could possibly do in your thing. It must be like, well, what am I going to do? Mm. And like, I guess I felt that to an extent because it was, you know, at the time it did feel like the most important thing. <laughs> Even yeah. though it was like, now I look back, I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I mean, you're doing bigger and better things yeah, exactly. now. But the hours you, you, you spent in the pool though, eh? And you think like, oh my god, I hope it's not a waste. Like, if uh, I just wasted all everyone's time and <laughs> my own time, and well, it seems like you I think it, I think it wasn't a waste. And it seems like you had really good parents. Like, you, you, you know, your your dad. Uh, I've I've never met the guy. I don't know anything about the guy, but he sounds really positive, saying he enjoyed the experience and One going of the to most the gym. And... Positive. I think the most positive person I've ever come really? across. My dad. He's had a pretty tough year. He's had bunch of different things he's like really healthy fit dude like he comes with me to pilates in the morning and to the gym and stuff but no matter like he broke his leg <laughs> he's a real good skier first day of ski season skis all day walks to the car breaks his leg walking to the car so he's just like shit but he's like you know what like whatever like he's so positive about every single situation and like if something knocks him down he's always like nah we're not doing that and just does everything he can to make to make it better, which is really, I think oh, it's a great role model. It sounds like you're really lucky. Yeah. And also, you mentioned before, I don't know if it was your dad or your mum or both, but them saying, 
Kelsey, the swimming's making you miserable. Yeah. Give it up. Yeah, not being like, you know, I imagine some, there was a lot of, you know, those dance mum. Yeah, you've come this parents. far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Commonwealth Games toils <laughs> yeah. are only 18 months yeah, away. Yeah, like, they were like, no, you cry in your goggles. I don't know. <laughs> How good were you? Like, do you think you could have made, like, Commonwealth Games or uh, Olympics or... It's hard it's to hard say, to isn't it? say. Like, I got glandular fever when I was quitting. I was on that path, I guess, from a young age. Like, I made teams when I was young. But it's so tricky when you get older. I don't know. I don't know if I was ever – I think I was good in New Zealand, but I don't think I was good enough in the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different oh, – Well, I suppose when you get to that level, you have, like, different sort of goals or expectations. Like, there's some people that go to the Olympics and uh, anything less than a medal is a disappointment. Yeah. And there's people that just, just make go. Making that- me – yeah. That's what I and my that's all I and that's what I came to terms with. I was like, all I'm going to do is qualify, and then I still have to go and I still have to swim, and I don't want to swim. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, in my fucking yeah, like, I don't want to swim anymore. <laughs> and I think, but what I actually loved about it a lot was going on the trips, like overseas, because in high school I got to go on all these epic overseas trips and like skip school and go on all these fun things. And then when I left school, I was like, I can just do that. Like, mm. I don't actually have to go now with swimming. I can just go. And have fun. Even though it's a, a fairly lonely and individual sport, there, there must be, like in the, the swim squads, quite a good sort of community. Yeah, like my best friends, pretty much swimming, surf life. I did a lot of surf life saving. I met Andrew through swimming, so it's, yeah, massive, still lots of my best friends from there, which is really cool. Yeah. Oh, so was Andrew a swimmer as well? Yeah, yeah. So that's how we met. We both made a New Zealand team to go to France, and then that was when I was oh, 17, so a really long time ago. Yeah. How old are you just now? Stuck around. Just turned 26. Yeah. It's nearly oh, 10 years. How old is he? Same age? Oh, one year older. One yeah. year older. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, wow, first love for both of you? Yeah, pretty much. Which is Did you have like little, 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 yeah, little, little two months before. here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got my heart broken. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me that half love yeah, heart necklace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Was it love at first sight with Andrew or... Oh, it's so hard to sort of say when you're a teenager. Or, yeah. We were really good friends for a while, but I was always like, I always definitely had a crush on him, I think, from forever. And then he lived in Dunedin, so I was a bit like, oh. I was studying down there. No, he lived in oh, Dunedin. Right. So he's from, well, he's from Christchurch and then lived in Dunedin. Um, so I was like, I don't really, I'm like 18. I can't have a boyfriend who lives in Dunedin. That's not that practical. Um, and then he ended up moving up to Auckland to swim. So it worked, yeah, and he just hasn't. Hasn't gone. <laughs> What's a, it's amazing that you, you, you're still together and you're in, when are you getting married, by the way? Uh, hopefully, well, yeah, next summer. Right. So Feb next, 2025. Because the changes you go through, like as a, as a person, um, from 17 to mid-20s, you're a completely different person. This is what I say. Like, and I'm, it's an, it's I think an, it's, it's cool. really lucky that we've grown up in the same direction. Like a lot of our friends who were together back then, you know, like you kind of grow up and you kind of go in different ways. But I feel like we're closer now than Mm. even back then, which is really cool. We just have Mm. really have the same, I guess, mindset on things we want and stuff like that. What what does he do? Does he have his own stuff going on or is he part of um, of the brand? So he's a part of... Not really. He's your bitch. I mean, yeah, yeah he's, he's actually stupid. So he's in construction. He's a project manager. Um, but he's actually starting his own business this year. And he's also kind of the numbers and he's the numbers guy and um, second nature of the protein. So he um, is a lot more like logistics stuff that I'm just like, I don't want, I don't want to do that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I mean, you have your strengths. So. Yes. And that's what I think. Like that's, I think that's actually why we can work together is because he's really good at something. I'm really good at something. And we can't really argue because we know that each person is way better at 
the other thing. So yeah. <laughs> there's not that many arguments yet. So we just started. <laughs> okay, so you, so you meet him. Did you go to university before summer camp? Yeah. Okay, so you, you go to university and what, yeah. do you, what do you do, like a business degree? Yeah, to business, which is funny that I'm like, bleh, with numbers because <laughs> I have a business degree. Yeah. What did you want to do? What When you started a business degree, were you just like killing time before you decided what you wanted to do or did you think you wanted to do something in business or what? I thought I wanted to do like fashion, maybe like be a buyer or – something to do with clothes, but I wasn't ever super passionate. I think that's something I really struggled with in high school was like a lot of my friends were like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And so like into it. And I was a bit like, I don't really, I think that's why quitting swimming mm. was a big thing too. Cause I was like, I feel like I don't have anything else that I'm passionate about. Um, it's, t- it's terrifying at that age. Eh? So, and there's and so it, much pressure for like an yeah, 18 year old to be like, what are you going to do forever? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to decide what you're going to do forever. God, it, it panics you when there's other people that have like this clear vision of what they want to do. And you're like, I don't, I don't have any idea. Yeah, no clue. And then that's when I think when, yeah, I had a bit of a identity crisis at like 21 when lockdown happened because we were meant to go traveling and then it was like, what am I, but what am I meant to do with my life? Like I, mm. I'm not good at, well, the thing is I'm not good at anything, which is so silly to say now. I know that I'm good at stuff, but in the moment I genuinely was like, I remember saying to my mom, like, but I'm not good at anything. How am mm. I meant to do anything? And she was like, what? That, that is true. But everyone sucks at everything right. when they first do it. When Ed Sheeran first picked up a guitar, I'm sure he was fucking shit at it. There's videos of him, like, actually sucking yeah, singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you need to – Yeah, I've, I've just started embracing failure and the importance yeah. of failure the last couple of years. Yeah, no one is good at anything when they start. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing. You're not just going to – find your thing and then yeah. like, this is what some people do but it's pretty a bit of natural talent but the thing is if yeah. you've got natural talent and you don't you work hard you're going to be beaten by the hard work exactly so so you get your business degree yeah and then you're you're an executive assistant at Silverdale Asset Management oh that's my dad's business all oh, right <laughs> <laughs> so not really okay. so you, what was your job after so I did well I didn't actually have much time because I so I finished my degree then I did Camp America that was when I went and worked at summer camp and then I came back and then I just had like jobs throughout uni, you know, like working, I worked at Rod and Gun for a bit and I just worked, you know, like in little retail jobs because that's kind of what I thought I was going to go into. And then came back from camp and then like a few months later, lockdown happened and the big plan was to go traveling and that didn't obviously go to plan. Right. So. Okay, Leah, lockdown, we'll get into that shortly because that's sort of the birth of yeah. where we're at now, Healthy yeah. Kelsey, which is amazing. And I think there's a lot of people that would be curious how you did it. But first, yeah, summer camp. Where was summer camp? So it was in Maine. Why did, yeah, why, why summer camp? That's a random thing I to do. I just had a few friends who'd done it. I just got swimming. I was like, I feel like I need to go somewhere. But Andrew was still swimming at the time, I think. And I was like maybe I should just do this thing. Like you can go meet lots of cool people. And I was a water ski instructor, which was super fun. I got to go water skiing quite a bit and made like best friends, like still some of my best friends um, at the moment I met at camp. Um, yeah. And then I thought it's just the easy way to kind of go traveling without spending too much money. <laughs> like actually, I guess you make, you make money a little bit. Not yeah. much. You were sort of name and brand as Healthy Kelsey now. What what was it like at an uh, American camp? Unhealthy Kelsey. Unhealthy Kelsey. <laughs> Hot dogs. Yeah. It was <laughs> Hot so, dogs and actually, lots of gluten. That's where I went vegetarian <laughs> because I was like, I can't, I can't eat this food. It was so bad. And I think I didn't realize, I was really lucky as a kid. My mum was really into like healthy food and feeding us really good food. And I didn't think I put two and two together of like, 
if you eat crap, I was like, I'm going to feel like crap. Mm. And so for three months, I literally, because all there was was sugar and, <laughs> yeah, hot yeah, dogs. Processed, and, heavily yeah, processed food. So processed. American food and orange cheese. Yeah. And it comes yeah, in a pump. <laughs> so bad. My stomach was so messed up. It yeah, was, was it? Not, yeah, and that's kind of why I started making food when I got mm. home because I was like, I just – can't eat this. Have you always been been quite healthy and disciplined? I guess like with the swimming and you know the I nutrition mean, side never, of things. I've actually never been like disciplined with like healthy food. I've been pretty. I guess it's lucky because I grew up with it, so it seemed like normal. It didn't feel like I had to cut things out. I just always ate quite like whole food. My mom was really into like whole foods, and she'd make come home from school and there'd be you know fresh food made, and she was amazing like that. Um, but yeah, I I actually what well, I think so naturally I was, but I was never passionate about it or anything. Mm. I never showed much interest actually into cooking as a kid either. What what about the like the varsity years? Were you were you like much of a pissy then? Nah, because yeah. I was swimming. Oh, of course, at yeah, five thirty starts. Yeah, you couldn't really. I mean, Shit. we it's still parents dream out to have your kid as a swimmer. They're not getting I, up to any mischief. This is what I mean. <laughs> in saying that, like surf icing was pretty. You did. There was a few big parties, but the only big parties are like. After nationals. So you're only going to have one massive blowout a year, really. You know, like it's not because you are training all the time. And that's what I say. Any, any, like my cousins now are at the age and I'm like, just get them into a sport and then, and then they'll mm. probably be sweet. Yeah, that, that was my parents' thing as well. Like, yeah. You know, they're like, especially with young boys. Like if yeah. they're in sport, then you know where they are. They're in and a then team they're around, I was going to say, and they're around other cool kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's healthy. Yeah. It's a healthy, sure. healthy Kelsey habit. Yes. So you have some, okay. Uh, by the way, it's like all the obstacles with you and your now fiance, um, you, you know, just looking back, you know, him and Dunedin, you're in America and stuff. Like the fact that you've, remain through all that it's it's um something special i think really eh? i know it's pretty crazy we think that now we're like oh yeah i don't know i honestly don't know how because people say that they're like how did you go get past like teenage crap because mm. like there's so many like teenage relationships some most of the time you know are just a bit dramary mm. it's like yeah i don't know how we ended up just staying together yeah must have just really liked it yeah i know that's what i think no just don't know (laughs) (laughs) okay so lockdown starts when was that 2020 that was 2020 right yeah like march 2020 yeah yeah so you and andrew were planning on going overseas just to to do your oe yeah so we were like let's go we actually had nepal we were going to do the annapurna trail in nepal which we still haven't done i really want to do it um and then four days before i think we were meant to go that was when lockdown happened so it was like Oh no. Mm. <laughs> oh no, what am I going to do? I don't want to, because the whole plan, you know, go on my OE, OE and I don't have to be an adult quite yet. I'll just drag that <laughs> out for as long as I can. In your defense, being a swimmer, you make a lot of sacrifices. Mm. So I suppose you had some catching up just to do. Just need to live it up. Yeah, um, yeah. How do you feel at that point? Like, can you take us back to that moment? Like, are you sort of in like, what the fuck? That was when I was like, I had my big, I'm not good at anything speech. And I was like, I genuinely don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to, you know, get a real job and be an adult. But I was like, I don't want to do just something. I really would like to be passionate about something. And then I kind of let myself be a bit meh, meh, meh for a couple of days. And I was like, okay, we're done. We're done with that. We need to sort something out. And so throughout, we went up to mum and dad's place up north for the lockdown. And I was like, okay, in this time, I'm going to find something that I love doing. And Actually, before that, I started to get into making food because from the summer camp food, I was just like coming <laughs> home to be, I was like, I need to come home and make some real food. So I did actually get quite into cooking and 
making recipes. And then that was when I was like, oh, maybe I'll set up an Instagram just to like share recipes. I didn't even think that was people's jobs. Like I, I remember being like, this would just be for fun. And cause yeah, I just didn't, I honestly didn't cross my mind that it could be someone's job. Um, and then I remember having like different business ideas every single day. I'd like go into dad's room and be like, I've got a new idea. Like, <laughs> this is the one. This is the idea. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and I just remember like yelling out different things. And then. What, can you remember what some of them were? I remember one of them was like a porridge caravan because I was really into porridge at the time. And I was like, I'm going to make so a porridge. Random. I know. And then another one. Oh, I can't remember. Maybe like, oh, selling raw slices because I was quite into making raw slices, which is a good idea. It's just, it's a very, I was like, I think I might get sick of making raw slices all the time if I do that. Um, and then after kind of, I was scrolling on Instagram and I found other food blogs and I was like, oh, this is people's jobs. Like people actually make food as a living and that's so cool. So I was like, maybe I'll write like an ebook that I could sell online and then that could be. I don't know, something at least to keep me occupied for the, you know, month, however long we were locked down for. Yeah. So I ended up writing a ebook throughout that first lockdown. And then I showed it to dad and he was like, this is so cool. Like you should send this to publishers. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't think that's how it works, dad. <laughs> but then it is because that's how it ended yeah, up yeah. happening. Exactly. Yeah. Your dad's a smart yeah. man. I was like, okay. Yeah, so who, who's, your, who's your publisher? Who are you with? Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and wow. so I sent them an ebook, and I had like eight hundred followers, and they were like, "Yeah, come write a book." I was like, that, that "What? Is, that is that is remarkable." Like it was, never happens. I don't think it no, ever no. happens to anyone. I mean, if you, you say Nadia Lim or Chelsea or mm. you know Simon, you're already coming <laughs> off like something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I literally had nothing. I didn't even have a following, or a, but they must have seen something. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, what do you think it is? Have you had that chat with your publishers? What was it that they saw in you? What did they like yeah, about I it? Yeah, maybe I should I'll catch up with them next week. Maybe I should ask that. I don't know. They were just like, she's going to be able to sell a book, I suppose, which I was just like, and write one. I was like, how am I going to, I don't actually, because I was so excited about it. And then I was like, oh shit, I don't know how to write a book. <laughs> but mm. obviously figured it out <laughs> somehow. So how many books have you done now? So my second one is coming out in early Jan. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. So, yeah, part of my ignorance here, but like, so how do you how do you make up make up a recipe? Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> Honestly, when I first started doing it, I was kind of just like a bit of this and a bit of that, which I still kind of do actually. But now I guess I've got the system down. You know, like I know that a cake needs a certain amount of wet to dry, and after I test it a couple of times, it usually tends to work out. A couple recipes don't, and then I just get frustrated. Mm. Not being like a, a cook or a baker myself, I, I would have thought that every imaginable recipe has already been done. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> is kind of the thing. You're not really like... Reinventing. Yeah, you're not making up crazy things, but it's kind of fun to make. At the beginning, I thought it was really fun because I was making like a normal brownie and turning it into like a slightly healthier version of the brownie. So that's quite fun to do because at least I'm like you know, changing things and doing it for a reason and it's a bit more fun to put together, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it, is, it was weird at the beginning. I yeah. was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. So this is interesting because this is really surprising about the book because I would have thought the book deal would come much later on. Yeah. Like the publishers would now find Now it makes more sense, doesn't it, to have a book deal? Yeah. It's not really the correct order of I know. doing things, but it's um, so unorthodox. So yeah, so is it just your normal Instagram page and you rename it? Healthy no, Kelsey? so I started a whole different one right. called, and called it Healthy Kelsey because I was like, oh, this is just going to be my little side thing. But now I don't even go on my 
No, I haven't posted on my Santa one for a really long time. You've got so many. What do you got There's now? Too many Instagram accounts to like run. 300,000 300, followers or something? Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. We, we, was there like a moment where there was like exponential growth or did yeah. it just slowly? Over summer last year, actually. Instagram's a bit of a weird one. Like it, it goes flat and then I'll get like 100,000 followers and then it will just stop for six months and then I'll get. I think it's from Reels now. Reels, you expose yourself to a lot more people that aren't your followers. Um, and you know Instagram now, how if you even just scroll on your main feed, a lot of the people you aren't actually following anyway. Yes, yeah. So there is that, which is good, but then it's also kind of bad at the same time because then if you follow someone, you actually sometimes don't see anything of what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the reason I follow you. Did you um, have like a good understanding of social media or do you have yeah. like a social media person now? Or? Nah, it's still all me and I've actually started up another page for the protein at the moment and it's it's a lot of social media ring i'm, I'm like mm. feel like i'm doing too much social media at the moment but it's good it's like quite fun to grow and i feel like my page i don't know if i'd ever get someone else to do it just because i feel like it's me Loses some of the authenticity yeah, yeah. which is tricky because that's obviously something i'm just going to be doing forever but i love doing it still so that's good Mm. Maybe I have to cross that bridge one day if I yeah. don't like doing it. Who are your enemies? Have you got beef My with enemies. T- two royal sisters? Like you, <laughs> I actually like, don't know them. <laughs> Rosa and Margot. I follow like, them, right. but yeah, they seem lovely. Like, right. We should be friends. <laughs> is, 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 it a, is it a competitive space at all or not really? I mean, not really. There's not. An, I feel like in New Zealand there's just, which actually maybe makes it more competitive <laughs> because there's not that many of us. But no, I'm like good friends and like Polly and like people who have other books I'm like Instagram friends with so I end up chatting to yeah. and Sophie who does like Raw and Free right she was actually epic, epic at the beginning she helped me a lot so I feel like it's more like a nice little yeah it's, it's cheers like each that, other on like quite commu- so, uh, I've only been doing the podcast thing like about 18 20 months now and it's, yeah. it's a really really um, supportive yeah. and inclusive community like no one's like you ask someone for help or tips no one's like fuck off mate yeah <laughs> like no I'm doing my thing yeah which like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I feel like in New Zealand there's such a small amount of people that kind of do this thing that it is quite cool to like support each other and oh, 100%, each other. 100% everyone's trying to navigate their own way yeah. so it started as like a hobby during lockdown at what point do you go you know what this could this could be my thing yeah I I actually from the beginning I think it was actually when but the thing is when I signed to write the books like books you actually don't make make money off cookbooks like a little bit but you're not making enough you know to my, I've, I've, live your life <laughs> I've, I've written um i've written three books yeah you get a horrible little advance yeah and then uh you have to you spend months and two months years writing, writing something <laughs> and you get like it's worst hour yeah ever. it's not yeah my, my publishers told me they've got a theory that um cookbooks and sports books are the two that sell the most uh cookbooks get sold and used sports books gets um sold given as presents and never read yeah <laughs> <laughs> or put on like the coffee table yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah dad here's a richie mccall book yeah cool yeah we'll, re- we'll look at some photos yeah so was was that sort of the moment where you thought oh this yeah could- yeah, I was kind of like, what's well, going to be like in Whitcalls? That's going to be cool. And I kind of thought it was going to change way my life way more than it did at the time. You know, like sometimes you think, I don't know, you work towards something and you think that's one moment and then you'll be good. Like mm. I th- it was like that with getting 10,000 Instagram followers. I was like, I just want 10,000. So for mm. a whole year, I was like, I just want 10,000. Then I get to 10,000. I'm like, okay, my nothing has nothing changed. I'm yeah, actually not that much happier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's fine. It's, it's funny that, eh? I think um, that must just be the human psyche. Like you, you, everyone wants to have that moment that you think is going to bring you exponential growth. Yeah, it's people, like, people do it with money, point. people do it with everything, I think. And it's, uh, it, I think it takes 
you realizing a goal like that and mm. I'm, then I'm going to be happy and reaching it and being like, huh. I mean, no, it's like when you when really you reach doing... the top of the mountain, you got to just climb another mountain. Yeah, mountain exactly. That. Which is the the cool part of it, I think. Yeah, it's always having swimming actually feel like has taught me a lot of that. Is that you can set goals, swimming, you set goals, you know, and you train and you train and you train, and then you're not going to reach them for two years. So you are doing this thing that's so hard, and but you're not actually going to reach your goal for another two years. So I think it's a delayed gratification. It's quite, yeah, which I think is quite a rare thing to have of being like. So if I do this now, in two years, this is going to be epic. Like, Oh, yeah, patience. No one's got that patience yeah. anymore. That is, a, yeah. that is a really good takeaway which from think, those years. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's Sorry true. for saying takeaway. Do you eat takeaways? We do. All? We have yeah. lots of takeaways. We do Thai and Indian, lots of good. There's a really good one. Near us, um, Big Ticker has really good Indian. Big Ticker. Right. Yeah, it's good Indian. There's a good local Thai pizza sometimes. Mm. Have you ever, you ever been spotted by like a, a fan or a follower when you're when you're buying unhealthy food or not really? Or I'm pretty takeaways? like to be fair, it's called you're like healthy Kelsey, but it's actually like I guess healthy. Now I'm kind of like I maybe shouldn't have used that word. Oh, that's but a it's stuck. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. It's just fun, but like actually like healthy as in. A balanced thing, like you got to have hot chips and you got to have all these things. I think to be healthy, you know, in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. Well, it makes sense. The Instagram starts growing. You have the book deal. Th- then what? Um, it- that was when I went to Bali, actually. Right. Yeah. So we. As soon as the borders open again, you're gone. Can't, actually, the borders didn't really open. They were kind of other countries were, but not us. So I was kind of like. Oh, if we can go. So we did the two weeks quarantine when we came home here. I was like, if we can, I just was so desperate to go somewhere. Like I was like, I just need a change of environment. I need, and I was like, if we can't travel, travel, like let's just go live somewhere a bit different. Like I I love Bali. We've grown up going to Indonesia a lot um, as kids. And I was just like, I feel like I really need to just do something different. So we did it. And it was actually so funny. Like for so I, I feel like, I traveled quite a bit as like a teenager and that it was actually quite nerve wracking going on the plane. I think because of the whole COVID thing, it was like, oh my gosh, this is scary. And then we had to do quarantine when we got to Indonesia. Once we got to Bali, it was just epic. We had the best time. And then coming home, we did the two weeks here. Um, And that's when my book actually was released. Yeah. So you yeah. So two weeks quarantine when you got to Bali. We were just in a hotel there. Or in Jakarta, the... actually. Yeah, yeah, just in a hotel. How did you find that? You would you? I feel like you're the sort of person that would have been good at keeping busy. You're not just like yeah. binge watching Netflix we shows. Did quite, well, see, we thought we were going to be those people. We were like, okay, let's get up and we'll do workout, and then we got our little outside time. We were like sick, and then we would like <laughs> do some work, and then it would probably and would be like eleven, and we're like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure we watched. All Marvel movies in chronological order in the two weeks. <laughs> we oh were just like, well, what else do you do? What else are we going to do? We're like, oh, well, we may as well. So we tried to be productive, but honestly, there's just so much, so much day when you're just sitting in a room. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, you, yeah, it's not like you could do any sort of um, cooking or baking of any no. note in a, in a hotel room, but I suppose I just sort of imagined you getting up early and just watching YouTube clips about how to, how make to do something, yeah. how to become even more awesome <laughs> yeah. all day. No, Just all day, no stopping. <laughs> so, uh, so what did you do in Bali? Honestly, just... we just, well, that was, what was I doing? Oh, that was when I created my app. Um, so I had this idea to create a cooking app. It was just easy to have all of the recipes 
in one, you know, spot, made it easy for everyone. So I was kind of developing that, which meant making a lot of recipes. Um, that was the first time Andrew had never really, he just had time off work, which he didn't really know what to do with himself. He kept like mm. messaging people at home and like, give me some work. And they're like, no, 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 you're meant to be enjoying yourself. So he did find that, he found that quite hard, but um, it was really fun. I like look back and I'm like, that was one of the coolest things mm. we did. Um, I would happily live in Bali again. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. And it's so cheap when, once you get over there. So cheap. I think we spent, uh, so we spent less money in six months than we did in one month in the States, which is just mad. Amazing. Yeah. And where, so where do, you, where do you begin with creating your own app? Yeah, that was, I had this idea. This is kind of what I do with the most things. I'm like, that's a cool idea, but I'm like, that sounds quite hard. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do that. So I just started I think I actually just Googled like app developers <laughs> and then just emailed some and had meetings with some to be like, how do I create this? And can you create this? And this is my idea. And then it ended up sticking with one developer. They just seemed like they definitely knew what they were talking about and just really nice people as well to work with. Um, and then they pretty much just do all the tech side of stuff and I upload it and make it look really nice. So it's quite a good Amazing. combo. Amazing. Yeah. And what's, um, if for anyone that's in that, that uh, isn't, doesn't have your app or isn't on it, is it like a subscription thing? You pay yeah. a few bucks a month? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. I wanted to make it really affordable. I actually can't remember what it is yeah. now, but it's really only a few bucks. I think it's maybe like a dollar fifty a week or something. It's, um, nothing crazy. And what do you get for that? Just a whole heap of recipes? Yeah. yeah. I think there's like, 400, 500 recipes now on there. Yeah. And then just like little blog posts and it's just a, like an easy way to have recipes available to you, I suppose. And do you do right out of that financially? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's quite a good, I haven't done, I haven't marketed it and promoted it as much lately just because I've had so much else going on, but I would like to go back and um, look at, you know, actually making it. Cause if I put the next steps into it, it could actually be quite a big thing, but mm. I, I kind of like it just being a thing that's a low key. Yeah. yeah. How do you make most of your money? Where does most of your money? a big, it's really diverse around. So I think being a, I guess, quote unquote influencer, you definitely don't just want to have that as a source of income, which is like quite a, like probably one of the. You've, you've got an eye watering amount of followers. Yeah. Right? So like I can charge quite a lot for it. Um, posts and reels and stuff Do you stuff have to like turn that. turn much stuff down? Like I, I'd imagine there's some brands that have got a lot of money, like say Watties tomato sauce. Oh, yeah, example. yeah. I'd be like, oh, me, I don't think that's going to fit. Me with my 50,000 <laughs> yeah. followers, I, I don't have to turn anyone down. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I can do yes, it. Yes, please. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. What, you want me to promote your vape pens? Yeah. <laughs> me Hand in. them over. But, but I'm, I'm guessing you have to be sort it's of like, quite it's specific. not on. Yeah, it has oh, to be on brand. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Which some stuff, Andrew's like, like beer or something. He's like, Yes. Give me the beer. <laughs> we can make this work. Yeah, I'm so sure we can. <laughs> so is that the main, the main sort of? Yeah, and then obviously the app, and then now we have the protein powder as well. So it's kind of all. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's all. Mm. Yeah, so kind of a spread, spread out. Yeah, sort of makes the nosy about the money stuff, but I'm just. In, like, it is quite I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, in, I'm intrigued because you, you like it's been say what is it now three and a half years yeah three, yeah. three and a half years since you you launched this and it's become you've turned yourself into a into a brand yeah <laughs> like good. a big brand the thing with lockdown is people can timestamp it and people yeah. can remember exactly it's how quite good for me to to yeah. talk about it <laughs> and it seems like you've done so much in that time does it feel mm. for you like things have gone fast or does it feel like it's been quite sort of slow slower than what you'd like more, not slower than what i like i think 
it has probably gone fast, especially when I look back. But it's quite funny looking back. That feels like so long ago because I feel like I don't even know if I've changed that much, but it feels like so much has changed in the last few years that it does feel like so long ago. But mm. then also because like I couldn't even imagine not having the healthy Kelsey thing now. Like it's, it would be so weird to go back to not having that because it's like all I think about all day. So I'm like, what was taking up my brain before that? <laughs> like, you know? yeah. well, do, do you think living to the point where you, like, you know, you, we talked before about you crying into your goggles. Yeah. Like you're, you're crying into the pot. Yeah, I'm just like, maybe I'll talk to you in 10 years. I'll be doing that. Are you much of a goal setter or a planner or do you just sort of like, like sort of bumble along and think, oh, I'll do an app now? Or, I, yeah, or I... I actually like, I like to think I'm a goal setter and a planner, but I don't. Oh, I do sometimes write things down. Andrew's really good like that. He's like, you should write things down and journal. And he's very onto it with that. Loves reading like books like that and stuff. Um, so I do, I do think about a lot of things in the future. And, but honestly, most things have come to be like the protein powder. I was like, oh, so I have this idea. And then in a month, we had the first testings and the packaging. And like, so it does happen quite quickly once I'm like, yes, this is what we should do. But I do think about it for quite a long time to be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, and then make the right decision mm. that kind of feels right. Yeah, you've, you've mentioned the protein powder a couple of times, and actually you gave me like a gift pack oh, when yeah. you arrived with the protein powder, and which um, I I will not use because this podcast is Oh, about yes, Radix yes. Nutrition. <laughs> this is what Andrew said. So Andrew's a big fan of your podcast. He listens to it all the time, and he goes, you can't give Dom that. He's sponsored. <laughs> well, good on Andrew. Yeah, on he's Andrew. onto it. Like, where do you start with something like that? Yeah, that that's was... A, that's the thing which amazes me about you. It's like you have this idea and then you make it happen, whereas a lot of people would have this idea and just not know where to start and just... It, yeah, it is. I never know where to start. Like, that's what I... So who I was talking... I was talking um, to Ben, who's our... He does our, all of our packaging and stuff. He's uh, he's amazing at... The packaging looks so cool. And he did... He was doing a rebrand of Healthy Kelsey. And I was telling him about... I get asked... What protein powder do you use? I reckon a hundred times a day on Instagram. And I was like, this seems like something I should do. And at the time I was like, I'd love to just do a collab with an already established company so that it's easy for me. I don't really have to do much mm. other than go, this is the flavor. This is the taste I'd want. And then he was like, I just think you should do it yourself. And I was like, that's a, that's a great idea, but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> how am I meant to do that? And he was like, Oh, I have this friend who, could probably help you like with sourcing and maybe like putting it together because he'd set up he'd done packaging for protein before and he was like yeah we could probably help you put it together and I was mm. like well I mean okay and then I was talking to my dad about it and he was like I think if you're going to do it Andrew needs to be involved because you are going to hate the numbers part of the business because mm. that's a known fact that I really don't like doing that part of it. In your defense, it's like, and I hope you're okay with not being good at everything because it's yeah. like you're, I mean, you're the, fa you're the face of this brand that you've created. You've got your strengths. And and then, and then it's a lot of like doing everything. It's probably, mm. it's usually not going to work. Like you need to find someone who's really good at something. And if you, you, yeah, like I know that I'm probably not good at that. Plus I don't enjoy it mainly. But then the people that so are good at good. that, are they going to be good at, you know, taking amazing looking photos, photos that pop and out like of Instagram? Making things look nice and selling something. Yes, unlike um, it. Yeah. So I like to, I used to say like, Andrew's all the smart part. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Like yeah. I also do smart things. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm smart, yeah. too, I'm smart too. <laughs> um, so it was really good. Like when once we started talking about it, because he sets up all the spreadsheets and the you know accounting software and stuff like that. That I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. So and even just like using tools to organize things and like he sets up meetings for us every week to talk about what we're going to do with the brand and where we're going to go and how much money we need for this. So like it's really cool having yeah different parts in the company. But yeah, I don't know how it was created. Like honestly, I remember talking about it last summer, and then now it's actually gone out to pe- went out to people yesterday to actually use. So it's oh, like, so, it's br- so it's brand new. Yeah, like yeah, literally wow. yesterday was the first day it went out. Why is protein so imp- so important? What, what, what's think, your well, take on it? My it's so funny. So I probably should have used it a lot more when I was swimming, but I actually was quite useless at using it when I was swimming. But for me, it was mainly I it helps keep me full. Like I love to you know like eat something i'm i eat a lot of food so i'm just like it's nice to eat something that's going to keep me full for a long time so when i add it to smoothies or breakfasts or whatever then i actually stay full for a really long time and i don't feel like i just need to constantly eat which is quite nice i find ours is made with peas so i feel like that's better for my hey like methamphetamine <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah. healthy calcium yeah. keeps you falling keeps yeah. you awake yeah. for days <laughs> it's crazy stuff <laughs> not like actual peas right like um how does that work yeah they must just mill it and ground it until right. it's like a powder, like a powder which tastes really bad on its own what well, it recommend <laughs> but for some reason we've blended a bunch of stuff together and it tastes so good yeah so that's really cool so yeah i find pea good because it doesn't like mess with my stomach it's really mm. easy on my digestive system do you find there's still um a perception especially with i suppose females that your yeah, protein shakes are for bodybuilders yeah and, and you're gonna be like yeah, you're gonna yeah. arms like madonna that was actually like a massive part of our branding and the way i wanted to promote it was like you don't have to be like a gym going grah, lifting mm. all the weights kind of person to have protein like you can actually just have it because it's like a healthy yeah thing. and it'll help you keep the muscle that you've already yeah got. yeah and just so like important yeah and make you feel good and yeah. like it has all the essential amino acids and whatever so it yeah, like it's just a nice thing. And it tastes really good, which is fun. <laughs> mm. Now, you, you and I started um, DMing backwards and forwards to set up this uh, this podcast. Well, we were both in London a couple of months yeah. ago. So you you spent your summer in London. This is another thing that I, I think you and Andrew do that seems seems like aspirational to people. And inspir- So how does, how does that work? So you go to London for, what, six months? Yeah, and we did it last year as well. Yeah, so how, how do you make that work like financially? Yeah, so he – I don't know how he manages – Andrew manages to do it, but he – Like Bali, I can understand. Because it's a cheap, cheap place to live. London yeah. is not cheap. <laughs> yeah, mm. Not a cheap place to live, that's for sure. But Andrew always wanted to live and work in London. That was something that he really wanted to do. And last year I was like, okay, if we're going to go to London, I want to do something that's going to like keep me busy. So that's when I applied for Cordon Bleu and studied there over the four months. So I got a diploma from them. What's Cordon Bleu? It's a fancy cooking school. It started in Paris have you seen the movie Julia and Julia? It's Meryl Streep. She, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she went yeah, to Cordon Bleu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that she was like the OG Cordon Bleu. Um, so it started in Paris and now it's everywhere. Um, but they do a plant-based diploma now, which I was like, I've, I would love to be qualified in what I'm doing. Like, I just feel like it gives you, you know, the extra credential. And I just wanted to learn like the official, you know, chef things in what I do. Um, so is that the first sort of training you've done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'd love to, yeah, actually have training and know what I'm talking about other than kind of just making it up. Um, so that was really cool to do that and met some amazing people and from all over the world, which was really cool. Um, 
And so I did that last year and then Andrew um, got a project management job. The good thing, I guess, with project managing is that like it's a project-based thing. So once he's finished a project, Short he can kind of just yeah. scoot on out of there, which isn't probably preferred, but they seem to really like Kiwis, hiring Kiwis over there. So mm. he seemed to just get quite good. Did you did you there. finally um your time over there? I, I mean, uh, it's amazing. There's no better place in the world, I think, than than a summer in London. Yeah, like, the so days fun. are so long. It's beautiful, but how, like in terms of meetings and stuff, back, you know, your Zoom or team meetings back home. Fuck, that must have been a bore. Like so hard. Like, early in the last morning, year, or late I feel like it was fine because I didn't have as much going on. Like yeah. I was pretty just. It was just me. I was making recipes. I I didn't have an agent at that point, so I was just messaging the companies I was working with, and I didn't. I was right. I was actually writing this book at the same time as well. So I was just like, you know, writing and making recipes and writing. Um, but this year, I did have a lot going on. I I'm planning a retreat in Bali next year. So trying to communicate with them and then the protein stuff at home. And you only so our meetings were all from like seven p.m. to nine p.m. Oh, and that's the fun. And then yeah, I was like, everyone's going to the party. I know. I was like, oh man, I know. And having to post at nighttime because my best time to post here is in the morning, which is great because I, you know, wake up, do all my thing like social mediaing, and then I, I go on and off it all day, but I'm not as like on it. Whereas there, I was having to do it at like nine p.m., which just is not so good for going to sleep. I don't think. Girl, <laughs> schedule your posts. I know. Well, can they automatically post? I think you can schedule them, can't you? I think you can schedule them, but I still think you have to click post. Right. But I'm not sure. Hey, Jack, do you know about that? <laughs> oh, they do. They do. Man, I should really do that. Yeah, you can borrow Wow, you're the tech guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. And that was a good break. You enjoy that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was so fun. We tried to do as many because we knew that that was going to be, this year was going to be the last year we did, like, live overseas. Because always. Why Why the last year? I think ne- next year we've just got too much going on. Oh, we're a bit too busy. And, then, and the protein, like, right. we kind of need to be here. We're, you know, getting it into supermarkets and um kind of running it running a real life business now mm. not just like kind of a pretend one in my head so um we actually have to kind of be here and do meetings and do adult grown-up stuff <laughs> yeah shit it's exciting yeah it's so um, fun though do you, do you have like a, a five-year plan or a 10-year plan or yeah kind of like we had our first kind of meeting on monday which is so funny because it's me andrew and my dad <laughs> Oh, serious meeting. Yeah. We used to have our meetings in the sauna. Now we're oh, having, awesome. yeah, yeah. Do you have like a, a, a roll check like they do on Friday the Concords? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my I'll God. We present. should. <laughs> present. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. Sounds like a, like a, a dream team. Yeah. Uh, you know, both, both people that you can trust. Um, yeah. And just you know, want the best thing life. for me, really, which is just, yeah, so cool to. No ulterior motive at all. Yes, exactly. The perfect people to go to bus- into business with, actually. Yeah. Yeah, which is fun. Well, that's exciting. Okay, let's talk about diet and stuff for a bit. Then I'll pick your brains with a bit of food. Mm. I saw a quote from you: "Diet can reduce stress, lift mood, and improve your confidence, self-esteem, and general well-being." Is, is it sort of like petrol in a way? Like, yeah, you put, that's, you, that's you, a good way to think. You of put it. the soup, the super in your system rather than the the diesel or the under, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Like that was when, and like, yeah, I just think whenever like what I eat kind of is how it makes me mm. feel. How's your, has your mental health always been pretty good? Yeah, I actually, yeah. I thought about this recently. Like, other than my few moments of crying in my goggles and being, you know, like, but never longer than, I actually do remember at that time, though I went to 
the doctors because I was actually I ended up getting glandular fever. That's why I ended up quitting, quitting swimming. But I was telling him all my symptoms, and he went, "Oh, so I'm not going to put you on antidepressants." And I remember thinking, like, "Well, yeah, like, <laughs> what do you, what do you mean?" And that was the first time I'd ever like even thought about possibly being like depressed. And I was like, "I don't think I'm that." But I was like, the fact that the I was like, "Man, I must be sounding pretty." down if this is what he is picking up picking up the vibes i think they they do um over diagnose maybe a little yeah, bit too easy that's them. what because i was kind of like we've just had a 10 minute conversation i don't think we need to go into that but yeah that's that was interesting that was the first time in my head i was like oh. but overall like i actually have i'm really lucky in the fact yeah, that cool. i yeah have always been quite do you notice your your mental well-being or your health takes like a turn for the worse if you if you're eating more shit the food than what you should yeah probably yeah but now i'm pretty chill about it all like obviously living in london you go to the pub a lot and hang out and it's fun and so i like to take you know if i'm gonna have a really good time and it's worth it or not or i'm pretty i'm very chill about things <laughs> well, you, you've got a balance in your life yes right? i think that like and it's what you do most of the time that matters. yes yes exactly like it's like an 80 20 rule i suppose yeah well what, what does like an average day look like for you? So, so say yesterday from Third. start to finish what did you eat oh oh fun question no, it actually is fun. <laughs> I love thinking about food. Um, oh, so I had a meeting in the morning, so I just made a smoothie to go with like lots of it was packed with so many different things. If I'm just going to have a smoothie, it has to be like a million different powders and seeds and peanut butters and stuff um, to actually keep me full. And then I just had a bagel with some smashed avo and some tempeh. And then I had a kombucha. And then what else? Did I have anything? Maybe a little snack in the afternoon. And then for dinner I made these like sushi rice tofu bowl things for the whole family. And then just some chocolate and some tea. Like it's pretty. Right. It's fairly healthy. Yeah. Healthy Kelsey. Healthy Kelsey. It was on brand. (laughs) I was on brand yesterday. Totally. Did I I choose a lucky day? I was going to say on Friday it was (laughs) a kebab and pizza. (laughs) (laughs) But it's refreshing to hear that though. Yeah. That's what I think too. I like to tell people that because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not eating like that all the time. Like most weekends I'm going out for dinner with friends and getting pizzas. Yeah. 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 So, so your, your Instagram, how much of that is, how much of that is the real, what is it? Like 80% of the real Kelsey? 70? I say it's all like I do even though it's called healthy Kelsey like I always share like I'm never like hiding that I'm oh my gosh I ate a pizza like I'm always share (laughs) like (laughs) I just share food all the time like no matter what I'm eating I'd say there's not much that I I'd say it's actually not much at all that I don't share on my social media probably too much. But if, if you've got a pint and um, some loaded I'm fries, actually not into I'm not a beer girl. You know what? I, no. What is your what is your poison? Do you? Are you honestly, no. And like not cider or wine. No, like at, when in London, like if I have to get something, I'll probably get a cider, like a RTD maybe. Oh God, like I wish I had. That, I wish I had that relationship <laughs> with alcohol. Uh, this is what like my whole oh, family's man. like. Whose child are you? Because this is oh not, they had drinking. Family. Yeah, like it's just like I mean not really like on yeah, the yeah, weekends yeah. and stuff. Pretty healthy, sure. but like I'm just like I've never really been. I'm just a weirdo. Same with coffee. Don't even like coffee. Like who doesn't like coffee? That's weird. <laughs> Are you a human? I know. Alien. And at least I, I'm just like what? Like I would totally drink it if it was if I liked the taste of it. But I just don't like the taste of it. It's so weird. You know, the other day I I um for some reason I just had a craving for a peppermint peppermint herbal tea and I had that and I, I was like. 
Actually, this is – I felt better after after having Tea. that than what I do have, having a, like a milky coffee. Right, yeah, So I'm like yeah. a latte guy. I do love coffee, though. Yeah, most people felt, do. It's yeah. a normal thing to love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so say if you're someone like someone like me that's not not much into cooking, but you do want to be healthy, what could you have as an easy average day? Like if you gave me a template, something I could, I could, I could eat the same thing every day, day after oh, day. Oh, really? I, See, I, I can't really do that. See, oh, there's one meal that I have like most days, but that's that tofu rice bowl thing. But I really – maybe it's just because I'm always having to make new recipes that – I'm so used to like rotating and <laughs> new thing, new thing, new thing. Like sometimes the family's like, can we have that thing? I'm like, no, sorry, I've got to make a new thing. <laughs> I'm always like moving and moving. And I need, I need yeah. new content new, to post. New content, sorry. Um, yeah, how often do you easy. post, by the way? Sorry, just before we get back oh, to Oh, yeah, that. every day. Really? Yeah. I, I've been way more chill with my Healthy Kelsey account since the protein, since it's growing. Like I've just started that new account. I'm trying to post every day. TikTok is oh, TikToks. How many followers have you got on TikTok? Like forty something right. thousand. Um, I only committed to that this year because I was like, "That's a dangerous place to be." I get so sucked in. Mm. <laughs> I'm addicted to TikTok. Yeah, it's, and it's it's funny, isn't it? Because I find with um like my my Instagram, the the comments are generally quite nice and inclusive, mm. and then you can post the same content on TikTok, and it'll be it's like, "You're ugly." It's like it is. A lot of them are you, you know, weird usernames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no sort of profile behind it, and you, you're like, it's probably a 13 year old, yeah, yeah, or a 60 year old, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> but it's weird how you can have the same content on the different platform. It has like a different sort of tone. I know the- it's funny how that, and then on Facebook, it's just like my nana and being like, "You're you're amazing." So it's like yeah, really well, changes yes. from different platforms. Well, that's cool. Do you do you feel like a, a slave to the social media at times? Like you're like, "Oh my god, I haven't posted in two days. I need to." Get yeah, this. I yeah. you I do like to back up content so even just on my page i've probably got like 10 drafts so that if i am in the mood of like i actually can't be bothered but i haven't posted in a couple of days i'll just like use one of the drafts and post that one mm. but most of the time i actually quite enjoy making new content i do go through like ruts where i'm like at the moment i think because i've got so much going on i used to literally every single meal i would make i would video or take a photo of because I was like, I'm eating. I may as well make it content. Oh, it's potential content. Yeah. yeah. And whereas now I'm like, I don't know if that's the healthiest way yeah. to be. Like it's sometimes <laughs> nice just to eat your meal and, and enjoy, be in the moment. Yeah, like, yeah. enjoy your life. So I'm a bit more chill with it. And I set days like tomorrow I'm going to make content all day and things like that. Um, which I think is slightly a better way to do it. But at the beginning, I guess yeah, I was right. so keen as well. Like I was like, I'll just, I just can make anything content and it's going to be great. Yeah. And I suppose it's the way it's, it's in your DNA. It's the way you are as a person. It probably comes back to the partially the swimming thing yeah. as well. Like you get a taste of success yeah, and, I'm like, and you just want to, yeah, yeah. let's fucking yeah. go. Let's I'm very this. competitive as well. So I'm like, I have to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hoorah, sisters, yeah. I'm coming yeah. for you. It's coming down. I, I'm, a, I'm creating beef with, uh, with you and Margot. Rosa. <laughs> uh, you, you we'll get have to do a video. <laughs> um, so you just keep doing what you're doing and see where it takes you pretty much? Kind of. I think I'd like to, like, now I guess, yeah, it's cool to have, like, goals, especially with, like, starting a business. Like, it's cool to have, you obviously need to have short-term, long-term goals and, like, new products and things like that. So we do have goals set for that. And I love making cookbooks. Like, I could honestly, I just want to make all the cookbooks. I think it's so fun. I just saw my second one for the first time 
like this week. So it's really cool seeing. Oh wow! Like a, like of, a, a PDF or the no, actual like book. the actual book in my hands, which is so cool. something really really special about that. Eh? Yeah, just because of the sheer amount of work that yeah, goes into it. Yeah, it's because it's years of like trying to make something, and then the photos are so cool, and like mm. it's heaps of it's cool. Yeah, so it's photos of our travels and just yeah it's it's really cool seeing it actually yeah how do you how do you decide um and how do you get that balance right between yeah the food stuff and what you share about you and andrew's yeah. own life because i suppose you, you you do sort of need that in a way eh? otherwise it's just photos of food like yes but people need to know the who, who kelsey what yeah. kelsey is which i think is, is a better way at growing plus i just kind of just I've always quite liked Instagram, like even just my normal account. I was actually quite active and posted quite a bit on that. So um, it is quite cool to show, you know, my life as well as food. I found like, I feel like I found quite a good balance of, mm. you know, every few posts that will be of where we are or what we're doing or mm. things like that. And it is quite a good way to grow a brand where people actually like care about you and want to see what you're up to and things yeah. like that. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, you I think you're doing it well and you got the balance right. Was it hard to get Andrew on board or was he always No, he's actually always been quite into yeah, it. Yeah. I think he quite likes the attention. He's, <laughs> well, <laughs> he's also, not complaining. Yeah, if someone and if someone else is gonna do it for you. Yeah. Like, hey, just <laughs> hey, a pop up. Yeah, t- tag me in this okay land. Yeah, okay yeah, land. Yeah. <laughs> and he's always like, get a video of me. The fans want to see it. Like holding something. I'm like, okay. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh also, yeah, well, I was saying before, like what what would be an easy an easy day that I could duplicate? Oh, day yes, after actually. day after day. Sorry, yeah, I got something. Um, what would be an easy thing? I do love a curry or things like that, and things that you can make in like bulk is really good. I think I'm kind of debating ideas for my third book at the moment. I quite like the idea of making it just like an easy thing like that, like where you can make like a bolognese or a curry and just make it serve, you know, lots of people, and then you can just take it out the fridge every single day. Um, mm, that's a good a, idea. Oh, yeah, or chuck it in some like sustainers or whatever. And, yeah, and then you can just reheat it and then it's easy to go. Um, so things like that are really good. Or even making like the base of a salad and then changing up the toppings or the protein or whatever um, is quite a good one. Breakfast, I honestly eat this different thing for breakfast every single day. I think because I'm always videoing what <laughs> I have for breakfast. <laughs> smoothies, I really like smoothies or smoothie bowls. Um, yeah, so many different things. I don't know. Even like sandwiches. Mm. I love a sandwich, like with sourdough and stuff. I have sandwiches quite a lot. Yeah. 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 What else do you do to keep healthy? Oh, you, you still like surfing. Yeah. yeah. Love surfing. We're actually going on a bit of a surfing diving trip next month. Um, I love all sorts of exercise, actually. I'm, I think maybe since quitting swimming, I'm honestly happy to mm. do anything maybe other than swimming. I'm quite useless at going swimming <laughs> these days. I think I've done my dash. Every now and then I jump yeah, in to yeah. check I'm still good at it, and then I'm like, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it a muscle memory thing? Is it like yeah. riding a bike? Yeah. like You'd be, you'd be a lot slower, though, eh? Yeah, but... and like maybe over short distance you can still kind of whip out a 50-meter, but no way I could do like mm. a 200 backstroke. I'm pro- I reckon I would actually drown. Like it would be so tiring. Well, the time you'd be just It'll alarmed be a, by a how slow it is. Slower, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be concerned. <laughs> yeah, is like from an outsider's perspective, someone that follows you, like the and from what we've explained in the last hour, like the the life does look idyllic. You know, six months mm. in Bali, six months in London, doing Instagram posts. Mm. But yeah, what's the side that we don't see? Is it a lot of fucking hard sitting work? at my desk? Probably yeah. actually sitting like this on the couch, like slumped down <laughs> instead of a desk. I should really sit at a desk. But yeah, <laughs> a lot of it is honestly just like. Admin, like a lot of admin stuff, but like, I mean, 
You say like things like that, but like life is pretty. I'm pretty lucky, and life is pretty epic. So I, mm. I like to take the. That's a trade off, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I go through stages of like. I remember going to London, and like I was like, I'm just going to look at jobs, like normal people jobs, um, that I might be even qualified for these days. And like, you know, like Jamie Oliver's hiring a social media person, and like that probably could be a job that I maybe could get. And like, I'm like that could be really cool. But then I think, and I'm like, oh, actually, like I just don't think it like working for myself is I'm so lucky to be able to do that and yeah like I always toss I well, I don't always toss it up but tossing it up a little bit and then I'm like actually no like this is cool mm. like it is cool and yeah. it's, a, it's a trade-off isn't it yeah you have definitely. the security of a job but then you get four or five weeks annual leave a year or you can work for yourself and yeah sort of control how much yeah. time off you have yeah exactly so that yeah there's um ups and downs to it all but it does look I remember looking at kind of people in my position and being like oh my god that'd be so fun which it is it is so fun like really lucky but they are def- it's definitely quite it's hard at the yeah, same time when, when, you, when you say admin what, what do you mean like just dealing backwards and forwards with brands yeah and like a lot of emails and, and, yeah, and yeah. like setting up content making content is like you do have to do it a lot especially if you want to post every day and have like updates like on my app i try to do like three or four new recipes every week um so it is a lot to, and like, still, I don't, it doesn't make sense for me to hire someone yet. Yeah, would that be the dream so, though, to, to get to that point where you've got a PA, you're being told what to do, you can do what, what brings you joy. Yes. And all the shit's going to be that, dealt with. Yes, that's what I would, and I would love to do that, but not, I'm probably not at that stage yet. So for the first, you know, however many years you do have to do all the stuff mm. like it. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast with um, the guy that set up um, Airbnb. You oh, may, you may yes. have heard of it. He, yeah, and, and, that little brand. And he, he talked about um, yeah, the journey as like a, a mountaintop. He goes, you can't just like look at the peak yeah. of the mountain and say, I need to get there. You yeah. have to like take every step as it comes. Yeah. And there's no way to sort of fast yeah. track it. Which is how you learn, I guess. And like the Trial and error along the way. Businesses are successful yeah. because you realize the problems and you fix them and things like that. Yeah. Have, have there been any like major mistakes or learnings or lessons for you on the way? I don't think anything may. No, I'd say definitely, fatal. yeah, nothing that was going to, you know, yeah. cancel me yet. Um, <laughs> but there are definitely a lot of mistakes and then figuring things out, what things work, what things don't, what things people were interested in. Like it would be really cool growing. The proteins kind of just started, but it would be cool growing that and figuring that, that mm. out again as well. Like I imagine we're going to have things that really work and things that really don't and then like learning from them and yeah you're talking about that so transferring that to like a social media perspective are you are you a slave to the slave to the comments or likes no i'm actually pretty oh yeah i mean not to what people are saying i haven't actually had too many too many negative things which Mm. is nice not too many bullies on there um no but i I suppose but in terms of of you do a dish and you're like well okay people don't want yes people don't don't get that many views i do and like things that go viral i'm like yes you know like i'm secretly like i am the man like and then things that don't get as many views i'm like oh man but i've decided when i first started it was really determined i reckon my happiness was like i was gonna have a good day if like I got however many new followers or, and I was like, that is so, mm. no, I cannot be doing that. It's, it's, so I'm pretty good now at, yeah. you know, switching it, but God, yeah, it's a tricky one. I'm, I'm quite similar and I'm probably, probably still there at a bit. And I know that, mm. that, um, you know, you can't, you can't seek validation from external things like that, yes. especially people you don't oh. even know, but 
it's I, I can sort of justify it to myself by saying, well, it's, it's part of this journey I'm on trying to make a living. And you could do it even more so. Yeah, because I'm like, it's my job. Yeah, like, yeah, it's <laughs> job. yeah. well, you can. Yeah. It's still not healthy. I, not at Kelsey. all, because a lot of the time it's like, <laughs> a lot of the time it's like, some of my friends, my really good friend Taylor, he actually just calls me healthy. <laughs> um, um, yeah, like it, you, it's just really unhealthy, isn't it? You can't, because you can't control it at all. No, really. not at all. Like, <laughs> so, some, and sometimes the algorithms are just really weird yeah. with what works and, and what doesn't. And Instagram goes through stages where it really boosts you and then it really doesn't. Mm. So it's kind of like, I remember, yeah, back in the day, I used to freak out if I didn't get any new followers in a certain amount of time. And it was like, that is so ridiculous like no you don't need to stress about these things yeah so Such minor thing eventually do you think you'll um you, this probably won't be your handle but um do you think you'll become wealthy kelsey, wealthy kelsey. i hope so yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> imagine if i made that my handle <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not cooking anymore i'm just in I'm a response all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just eating at five star plates yeah. oh how good well good, good luck to you i mean it, like what you've done in the last, there's another quote I really like. I think this was a Steve Jobs one, the Apple guy. Oh, yeah. um, he said, "People overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in five or ten years." Mm. Um, and you, you look back and what you've done in three years is it's quite remarkable. It is insane, isn't it? It's, and it's good for people to tell me that because I'm like, you know, in my head, I'm like, "Oh, I've barely done anything," you know, like I've just been doing this. So it's quite. Whenever I do things, I had a Women's Weekly thing the other day, and she was like, "Wow, you're only 26," and I was just like, "Yeah." Because like, I don't actually do that for myself very often. Yeah, so you're not good at like it. pausing and. Yeah, I suppose you do have moments though, like when you got the book the other day. Yeah, uh, and and like, you have this like is a cool. But yeah. you, so you just pause for a moment, then you're back on to looking forward. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite definitely a forward. Mm. I suppose definitely need to try to be in the moment a little bit more. The second book, just before we wrap up, that's oh, yeah. um that's out right now. Oh yeah! Right now, <laughs> yeah! Congratulations! Yeah, thank so, um, you. So, what's it called? What's it about? What, it's a great time for Christmas. Yes, yes. Why should people buy it? So it's called Healthy Kelsey Travel Kitchen. So it's literally just pretty much our last two years. I really wanted to put what we've been doing into a book because it makes the most sense if people have been following me on this journey. Then it's cool that they can see it all. So it's got over like a hundred recipes, all inspired from different countries. So we went to Morocco, Egypt, Spain, Italy, and it like really, and obviously lived in Bali is where a lot of the recipes come from. Um, so it's really pretty. It's got heaps of really cool photos, colors. It's just yeah, packed with so many different things. So I'm I'm very proud of this one, actually. Great gift. Great gift yeah. for anyone this Christmas. Yes, yes. Oh, my God, Christmas. Crazy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and 2024? Yeah, what am I doing in 2024? That's a great question. I'd like to write another book. So I think I'm... Oh, God, you've just it. done one. I Give know. yourself a break. I know. Honestly, this is the thing because they take so long to kind of like come into actually yeah. happening. That like a kind of like you need to start writing it, you know, a year or two before it actually gets released. So I think I'll start working on that. Um, I'm doing a retreat in Bali, a like fitness, healthy, healthy Kelsey retreat at Commune, which is where I got engaged, which is a bit of a coincidence. Um, so we're going to do a little retreat there. I'm hiking Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, I've wanted to do that. I know. My, so my apparently business... it's like 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 um from a physical perspective, it's it's hard, but not hard. hard. Yes, um, but and we're you, doing you... the long way, right? So... But in terms of altitude, like you you think you can just boost up, but, but you need to take your time. So I think that's a, so. The long one is less busy, and apparently, yeah, it's just a bit easier because you don't walk that far, but you really are going up 
up and up and up. Is this something that you you seeked out? or did- No, so my dad. My dad had a bit of like a health thing this year and he was like, I'm going to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. And mum was like, I'm not. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so he goes, he's like, well, kids, who's coming? <laughs> and then so I thought, yes, please put me on the list. So we're all going to do it as a family, which is so fun. Except for mum's going to hang out down the bottom. Oh, okay. Maybe do a safari. Camping. and right, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It seems like you've got a, like a wonderful family dynamic. Really cool. My parents are epic. They always say they're actually like my best friends. Mm. <laughs> Andrew's best friends too. Because I'm, I'm, from, I'm from like a fucked up, broken family right. and we're not particularly close. And you sort of, I, I like to think every family's a little bit of fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seems quite. They are annoying really cool my parents I always say and as I get older I realise it more you know as a kid you just think parents are parents yeah. but as I get older I'm like nah they are the best humans like yeah. so lucky oh you did well and, I, and it seems like they've, they've raised you well as well uh, like the, oh. the lessons we're talking before about them the commitment of them taking you to swimming lessons and them being the ones they obviously could tell that it wasn't bringing you joy anymore mm. to tell you not to do it. Mm. I think that's cool. It is. It's really cool. the best for really, really cool people. Hey, well, Healthy Kelsey, it's been great to sit down with you and pick your brains I today. can't believe that time's gone. felt like we were just chatting. Oh, it's like an hour and a, hour and a quarter. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I appreciate it. And um, there's probably some people that are listening to this that are envious of, of what you've done. But the funny thing is anyone can do it. Yeah. Anyone yeah. can do it. it. It takes bravery and courage and Hard fucking work as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that's the thing. It may look easy or simple, but you've done it yourself. Yeah, cool. Thank you. It was so nice. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming over. I really appreciate it. And thanks for the protein. Which I'm going to. Not, not. I'm going to tip straight down the sink because <laughs> I'm a Radix guy. <laughs> no, I appreciate you and all the best for the future. Thank you so much. Kelsey, Kelsey Bucock on the Dom Harvey podcast. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. Really hope you enjoyed that. Um, yeah, if you want to know more about Kelsey or maybe you just heard about her for the first time and you want to follow her journey, she's available on social media. Healthy Kelsey is her Instagram account. She's on TikTok as well. And if you're looking for a great Christmas gift as well, her brand new book out now. Just before we go, thank you very much to the sponsors of this episode, Radix and Generate. Radix Nutrition have just made an incredible leap forward with the release of their V9 meal range. These freeze-dried, just-add-water meals stack up nutritionally and they taste incredible. You won't believe the vast range of flavours either. Grab a few for your drawer or locker at work, chuck them in the glove box of your car, or take them camping or hiking this summer. You can learn more about what they're up to at radixnutrition.co.nz. That's R-A-D-I-X. This episode is also brought to you by Generate, the team at Generate KiwiSaver Scheme, who are big supporters of the podcast, and it's genuinely awesome to have them on board as a partner. Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of chart-topping long-term performance. Since they've come on board, I moved my KiwiSaver account over to Generate after meeting with one of their awesome advisors. The meeting was really helpful. I learned things about KiwiSaver that I'd never really considered before, and the bottom line is this. Had I done this sooner my KiwiSaver savings would probably be worth more than what they are now. Still, better late than never, right? If you want to make sure you're making the most of your KiwiSaver account, talk to an advisor now. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash get advice. A copy of their product disclosure statement can be found there too. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course... 
past performance does not guarantee future returns. Thank you so much for joining me once again, and I do hope to see you next week on the Dom Harvey Podcast.